Hello. 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 Welcome to us. This Day is Stay of <laughs> this is Stay of Homekins. And guess what? We're on the road, gang. We are out of town. Out of town of Homekins. Out of town, away of Homekins. Away of Homekins. We're in Santa Barbara, California. We a- left Los Angeles for the first time. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever. <laughs> we're with friends. And we're living the life. Yeah, we really are. We came down to we came up uh, to Santa Barbara on a little writers retreat at the invitation of our friends Scott and Kulop, and it's been a wonderful. We're sharing a rental home. They brought their dogs. We that's brought right. ourselves. <laughs> we act like dogs. <laughs> so this is our podcast. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm an actress. I'm a comedian. Together, we're a married couple. We record once a week. Just our after dinner conversation. That's right. It is what it is. You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> because we don't want to hear from you if you do. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Just like Uber, five stars only, five stars only. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> we got so, our weekend water. It's we do. Friday night. Yes. We're coming back from a, a wonderful dinner out in a restaurant. Very exciting. It's still so much fun to go out with people and feel normal. We're vaccinated. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're fucking lucky. Yeah. We, that's very true. We are lucky. We're, we're vaccinated and we're here. Yeah. So get used to it. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> so now let me ask you. Me? Yes. You. Yeah. Do you feel like... You are there things that you wanted to accomplish that you did accomplish, or were you treating this more as a vacation? I was a little one foot in vacation and one foot into work, mm. and I did accomplish some things that I wanted to accomplish. Mm. Um, well, I had a, I got an audition. You had to tape me and pretend to be a baby. Remember, you had to. Be, <laughs> I didn't have to be the baby. That's right. But Pa had to be the baby. Yes. I had to be a baby, not just a baby, baby throwing a temper tantrum. It was for a commercial for Travelocity, and I kept calling it the Untitled Travelocity Project to make it sound <laughs> fancier than it was. <laughs> I was like, I'm working on a very important, important project, guys. And before you ask, no, the gnome is not in it. <laughs> well, if he is, he's not in the, that part of it. No, he might show up at the end. Yeah. Like, remember me? <laughs> yeah, and they Travelocity does not sponsor us, so we need to stop talking about them. Un- yeah, man. Unknown travel company. Yeah. And then I worked on some... Yeah, I worked on some... What about you? Did you work on your things? I didn't write anything, but I did start On the doing, writer's retreat? On the writer's retreat, I did not write anything, but I did make plans for, for various shows, <laughs> which will involve writing. <laughs> yeah, and then we've just been like... You know, enjoying one another's company. and Yeah, it's been nice. We haven't done a trip like this, obviously, since before the pandemic. And it is nice to... Uh, also, like, I maybe right. want to live in Santa Barbara now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. I didn't hear you. We're further away at this time. We are further away, but I was he's and still, still doing a sentence. And we're sitting in the dark. Okay. We're going. sitting in the dark. We had to adjust. It's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> you know, you, you take what you can. Um, but yeah, to, to do a trip like this with, uh, with friends is so nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that, that experience of, um, you know, all being together in the same place and going out to dinner and it doing feels all those like things. regular times. Yeah. That's what it feels it like. It feels like regular times. You know, what's funny. Um, I didn't even tell you and Scott and cool up this, What? but you know how like your memories, like in your photo apps or whatever will yeah. pop through. Um, so like today I got like, Hey, remember 10 years ago? (laughs) And I was like, no, because I can barely remember last week. (laughs) And they're like, remember 10 years ago when you and Paul and Scott and Kulap were in Washington state for the Sasquatch Festival? Festival, It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Have we told the story of tendrils online <laughs> on, on our podcast? No, we're going to tell the tendrils story. 
Tell the tendrils story. Okay, so we... Did we tell the story? I can't remember, but guess what? Oh, we're, You're about to hear it we're again. We're tipsy and we might repeat. Some of us are tipsier than others. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you want a glass of water? No, I'm... <laughs> You want some water? You turn it around on me. I'll get you some water. I'm fine. <laughs> um, we So we went to this uh, festival called the Sasquatch Festival. Scott and I were going to do a comedy show as part of the festival. It's in a town called George. George Washington. In the state get of it? Washington. George. It's a comedy. It's a music festival primarily that has comedy from what I understand. No, it's primarily a music festival that has said. comedy. You I said it's a music. You said it's a music festival that primarily has comedy. I said it's a music festival primarily that has comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a mistake? No, no. The listener will. The listener will decide. <laughs> Janie was right. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> It's a music festival, primarily, that has comedy. Okay. That maybe was an inflection issue. Okay. Dumb Southerner. Doesn't know how to My talk. God. This is... Wow. <laughs> All right, guys. Here's the thing. We were in George Washington 10 years ago. Yes. Take it away, Paul. <laughs> so, Take it away. We're doing this festival... We get there. This is the (laughs) night before the show. We get there and we're very excited to be there. We're staying at this beautiful inn. and Which might be like the only place that you can stay. This festival is very rustic. Like a lot of people stay in They stay in tents. tents, They stay in yurts. Yeah. Um, And we're staying indoors because it's the 20th century. (laughs) 21st even by the time this happened. (laughs) And Years ago. So we are... We're very happy to be there and uh, we have like real summer camp energy. And so we have dinner at the the Inn's restaurant, which is a place <laughs> called Ten- Tendrils. Tendrils. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the Inn? The Inn. The Cave Bee Inn. Yeah, it had like a wine situation going on. Yes. Like a wine cave. Absolutely. They had their own winery. Yes, absolutely. Situation. Yes. And it was on the river Sticks. Gorge. Oh, Yes. Right? Yes. The River Gorge That's right. in George. Yes. Am I, mis- am I making no, that up? No, you're nailing okay. it, honey. You're nailing it. Okay. No need to ask the judges. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we have dinner and then we're having wine. The wine is very good. And, and we're not driving anywhere because we're staying exactly. in Exactly. And we traveled. We traveled. We travelocity. And we are, we're getting drunk. There's no way around that. There's no way around that. It was We're happening. getting drunk. It was happening and it did happen. It happened. <laughs> and so we moved from the the main restaurant out to this sort of couch area in the bar. Like a lobby or something. Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're... We had to vacate the table. We had to vacate the table. And we are, you know, look, we're show people and we're getting <laughs> loud. And we're having a great time. We're, we're being, laughing. Oh, and the ceilings were really high. So we, yes. so the, so us being loud was <laughs> being amplified by the environment yes. that we were in. Our loud drunk laughter is, is bouncing off of and every wood surface. And people are coming surface. in and out from this festival. Like there is a lot of activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. So we're hammered, right? Hammered. And all of a sudden, <laughs> something falls to the ground. <laughs> And some of the people that we were with were looking at it and they had very concerned looks on their faces. And then we all looked and we saw that it was a baby mouse. And unfortunately, we saw this baby mouse draw its very last breath on earth. <laughs> oh, oh, it didn't fall dead? No. I thought it just fell oh, dead. Would that it had, honey. Would it that was it had. Like in the rafters, I want to say like 100 feet over It was our so head. high up. It was so high it up. It was like a two-story... And more yes. above us. Yes. And it fell to the ground like at our feet. Yeah. Like a sacrifice from the hell. Like a sacrifice from the hell. And we looked at it and we were all, of course, horrified. And we called the waitress over and we said, excuse, excuse me. But you should know that this dead mouse just fell from the ceiling. And she said, oh, yeah, you know, there's all kinds of critters. You know, living around here. So that'll happen. 
And, uh, and then she away. left and then walked away. And she we wait, it didn't fall in, in someone's drink, right? No, it didn't. No, no, okay. <laughs> that would be too perfect. So then we all but had she di- left it there at our feet. Yes, we all had a discussion. There was no animal control showing it. No, I don't think anybody did. Anyone come and get it? And no. So then we had no. a discussion after she left. Like, well, I I can't believe that she was so cavalier about this. And why <laughs> and we wouldn't we get a free bottle of wine so to drink drunk. right now? We were so horribly obnoxious yes. at this point. But that. we didn't realize till the next day, looking back at it, like, oh yeah, she hated us. She, and also <laughs> rightly so. She right she correctly hated us. Yeah, she really and did. correctly walked away from us when we said a dead baby mouse fell on the ground in front of us. And th- but then like for the rest of the night, like that was the focus of our evening. Yeah. Like at one point one of our friends went up to the second floor. Like, she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. That's right. And then she went to the second floor and she balled up a napkin and yeah. threw it over the that. balcony. That's right. Like, into our area. Further endearing us to the rest <laughs> of the patrons and, and the staff. And then we were like, we were all laughing so hard. We were crying. Yeah. And then I think at one point Scott did fall asleep in this chair. Yes. Well, then we went out to the patio. <laughs> went out to the patio. No, I don't think we did. That yes, was the we second did. night. Be- because we, there's that a wasn't picture. The next night? There's a picture of Scott sleeping with his hoodie pulled I around his face. I thought it was face. another night. I know you think that, but you're riding high on being right about that one thing before. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> you get to be right about this. You get to be because right I don't. About I don't. It. I don't think we partied quite as hard the next night. I disagree. You disagree? What do you remember? I don't remember from the, anything. I feel like the, I remember that the show the was the first night we were in that lobby area, and the second night we went out on the patio. That's what I remember. Mm, okay. Wait, there's something else that happened that I'm going to tell in the story. Okay. But go ahead and talk about the show because the the shows were not great. We had one show to do, and it was a weird show because the audience was. As Janie pointed out, primarily a music audience, and they were drunk, and they were drunk, and they were high, and, and it was boiling hot. And this, this was the only place that had shade in the whole festival, mm-hmm. and so people really were just getting out of the sun for a while. And they didn't first; they didn't care what was going on, and then they got engaged um, <laughs> with what was happening. And, and then they decided to heckle. Yeah, somebody started heckling Tig, who was yeah, on the show. They heckled Tig, um, and then Tig dealt with that masterfully. And then uh, eventually the show was over, and we were very relieved. But it wasn't like you, it wasn't like a fun experience for y'all in terms. It was of okay. Like, I mean, when I look back on it, it was fun. You know what I mean? But y'all, like the show was like the y'all smallest sang part of it. With like Rhett Miller and yeah, stuff. Like yeah, yeah. He got to Sarah sing, Watkins. I he think sang was like there? a Smith song. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that That's was right. cool. And then, and then I remember like cool pictures of you and Scott. There was like a professional photographer yes pictures of us jump holding hands and jumping in the air those are cool pictures they were cool pictures now d- the next night that night blackout don't remember anything that happened i thought that was a patio night but i don't know well i, I remem- thought that was all part because that was a long day that first day because we drove there i remember something that happened at the end of the weekend yes and i will tell that because this happened to me <laughs> i was a part of it you were a part of it, but you have to understand. It happened to him, but to then to me. <laughs> <laughs> we were packing to leave, and you know the, the accommodations were very cabin-like, and I was putting my clothes in my suitcase. I was on the, my laptop with my back to you. I remember that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I picked up a pair of pants, and then something started crawling out of the pair of pants. Yeah. And it kept on crawling. Yeah. And it was bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. And I threw the pants to the ground. It was a potato bug or a Jerusalem cricket. Yeah. But at the time, so I'm very upset and scared by insects. And I'm right behind you. Are you though? Like, yes, you I am. have a better bravery. Like if there's a spider, like I'm I will call you. Bless you. I will call you over. Well, and yes, say, honey, because I have to take care of our household. <laughs> Well, I have to get past my own my own cowardice. But you made a noise, yeah, that was like an alarming enough noise that I knew something very serious was taking place. Yes, because this thing that I was looking at, I had never seen anything like it on Earth, <laughs> and it and was it in has, my clothes, and it has like a human face. It has almost a it human has face. a human face. Yes, 
And it looks like it could be part of like a scorpion family situation, but yes. it wasn't. Yeah. And it was so horribly traumatic. And then we put it outside the door. Well, we opened the door. I was like, I'm going to sweep this thing outside. This guy could not have been bothered less by me trying to get him out the door. Like I took like a magazine or something. Oh, he and was I'm like, like a mammal. Him. He was acting yeah, like he a was mammal. just like strolling along like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> He had big mammal energy. Big ma- He had BME. He had total big mammal energy, even though he was like not. And so we got him out the door, and then we looked him up to see what he was. Well, because we didn't, we didn't know those terms, Jerusalem yes. cricket, potato. But we didn't know those. I'd heard of potato bugs, but I never really. I thought they were something else. I thought they were like roly polies. These were in his pants, y'all. Yeah. That he was about to put in his fucking suitcase. That's where I go. I go in my pants. What the. Yeah. It was so gross and so traumatizing. It was a true monster. And then your friend, (laughs) we told your friend Paige about it and she asked us if we'd ever seen a vinegaroon. Oh yeah. Cause she was living in Marfa at the time. Yes. 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 Y'all Marfa. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I want to go. I want to (laughs) go, but I will be dressed head to toe in hazmat because number one, they have like, very dangerous red ants that will swarm your body. And you won't like it. It will hurt. Yeah. And it will... You'll be like, I didn't want this to happen. It will maim you. It will maim you. (laughs) Then she was like, oh, have you seen a vinegaroon? And I'm like, what word are you making up? (laughs) That sounds like a salad dressing... And and somehow racist. Yeah. (laughs) And then I Googled it. Y'all... If you Google vinegaroon... That's on you. <laughs> that shit is wild. Vinegaroon is two different horrible bugs smashed together. It's like a scorpion and a fucking cockroach. Yeah, they're horrible. And then she told me the first or second night she'd moved into her place, there was a fucking tarantula... <laughs> On the wall, because yeah. I guess when tarantulas mate, mm-hmm. they go in a directly straight line. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight line When mater. I have sex, I walk... Straight line mater? Straight, I'm a straight line mater from way back. <laughs> so, you know, it's the best... Try it if you if you haven't tried it. Try it. <laughs> straight, line. <laughs> straight line mater. Title of the episode. So, SLM. SLM. I'm an SLM baby. SLM baby. And so she had to get a neighbor she'd never met to help her. But I guess like she had a friend who had to change a tire. Like this is in, <laughs> in Marfa. We've all had friends like that. And there was a tarantula coming. And if you kind of like threaten or scare a tarantula, Mm -hmm. they rear up on their back legs and they hiss at you. Yeah. And they're like... (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It's monstrous. Yeah. Like these guys know what they're doing. I think I'd lose my shit. Yeah. I would lose my mind. You saw a tarantula in the wild once. I saw a tarantula at Fryman Canyon in Los Angeles on the side of a hill. And it was like seeing a celebrity. <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing here? If you go to Fryman Can- Canyon, sometimes you can see a tarantula. <laughs> oh, if only Gawker were still around to tell people where tarantulas are. <laughs> that is, if I've never seen a tarantula in the wild, and I have like hiked very public canyon areas, like not, <laughs> I don't go off the beaten path. Guys, much. we don't hike these exclusive canyons. No, because I'm scared of. All kinds of things. Rattlesnakes, tarantulas, bears, like uh, wildcats. Mothman. <laughs> Mothman's East Coast. <laughs> Good point. <What's> <laughs> I can stop being afraid of him. What's the West Coast Mothman? Sasquatch? Well, I mean, yeah. So Bigfoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, I bet there's other ones. Well, I guess, I mean, if you go down south enough, um, the El Chupacabra. What's that one? The Goat Sucker. No. Yeah. That sounds sexual. It's no, honey. The He's goat just trying to live. Sucker. He sucks the blood of goats. 
He's not giving him blowjobs. Honey. <laughs> I can't believe you have really changed over this trip. <sighs> That's what it sounds like. I know. Look, I know. I know. But this is from a more innocent time. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. If I saw a tarantula in the wild. Mm-hmm. I think I would need therapy. I mean, I do therapy already, but like I would have to talk. Special tarantula therapy. I would have to talk about it in therapy mm-hmm. because. If you just saw it? Yeah. Like at be, a good distance? Yeah. A good distance. What do you mean? Well, I mean where it's far enough away, it can't do anything to you. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it matters. <laughs> Does it matter? It's not about like that. Well, it's, that's why I'm asking. I want well, to know. <laughs> I just feel like okay, when I was when I was a kid, I had a very pronounced fear of spiders. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't see photos of them. Mm, wow. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then when, like, because spiders are not as crazy on the East Coast as the West. <laughs> I mean, they are crazy, but they're not in the houses, as you know, like in the West yes, Coast. Yes, that's true. And so, and the, but I lived in a very heavy insect place, and I developed my... It was a beehive. You can tell people. <laughs> I lived in a beehive. I, I, got, I had a fear of insects, and I am so, like, uh, fearful of them. But, like, I went to see that Banksy exhibit. I think I mentioned this once on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I went to see that Banksy exhibit, and there were those Madagascar roaches in the yes. glass case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made all the hair on my body stand up. Yeah. Just being through, like, near them in the glass. Mm-hmm. Just being near them. So I feel like if I saw a tarantula, even if it was far away, it would make my body react. That also happened to you, you and your mom and At your stepdad. At the natural history. Media. Yeah, but you're... Because you're, I could get close to the case of the insects yeah. and my hair would stand up and <laughs> yeah. then I would get further away and it would go back down. That's and I could wild. get closer and it would go yeah. back up and back. It yeah, was yeah. like a weird physical reaction. Have you ever so been stung by a bee? I was When I was a kid, I got stung by a wasp. Oh, why does that seem worse? I don't know. Calmine lotion, whatever. I got stung by a bumblebee. You did? Stinger came out and everything. You know what I mean? When? When I was, uh, how old was I? Like seven, eight, something like that in the backyard. Uh-huh. And uh, my cousin put mud on it. Sure. <laughs> sure. And it really worked. It drew the stinger out? It, well, no. Or they dried just, up the, and drew the stinger They just out? plucked the stinger out. But I remember being fascinated by the stinger and like the little ball of its abdomen Ew. that was on the end. It was wild. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. That guy, what 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 did he get out of that? Do you know what I mean? He died. <laughs> Remember the Brady Bunch with the tarantula? Of course. Remember the Gilligan's Island with a giant spider in the cave? That now you were scared of that when you were a kid, right? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that giant Who would not be scared of oh, that. It, that if you look that up online, that spider is so funny. It was a giant it tarantula like a weird, It looked like a puppet, right? Oh, It looks like a mar- marionette. It was like one guy in it was rocking it from side to side. <laughs> like the legs don't fully touch the ground. But the thing is, when I was a kid, in my mind, I thought it could be a real thing. If you're little enough, Not that enough, it looked yes. real, but that it like exists, like that that existed. Yes. If you are little enough, you absolutely, know? that would be terrifying for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that episode of the Brady Bunch was a big deal, I remember, when I was a kid. Because I remember watching that show when it aired. Because he had the totem. He had the... Um, it was the Cursed Tiki Idol. He had the they went to Hawaii. Tiki. Yeah, yeah. This is back when every show used to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? they would, I know. I know. Seems like they should be doing that now. But it was a two-parter. Hacks Brady Bunch Hawaii. goes to Hawaii. Hacks in Hawaii. <laughs> They'll probably go. Why not? Why not? Yeah. If I were Gene Smart, I'd put that in my contract. I'd be like... Hawaii bottle episode. <laughs> <laughs> but that I remember that episode very well and how exciting it was that they were doing a two-parter. There was some weird curse. <laughs> yeah, Greg. Yeah. Greg had the behind the scenes making out with Florence Henderson. No one knew. They were not making out. Yes, they were. They made out. Don't you remember that? They went on a date. 
I thought they made out. They went on a date. She honored his date. What? Yes, 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 yes. I don't think so. I think so. I don't know. We can look it up. But I don't think they had like an affair during the making of that show because he was a child for a very long time. I don't think he was a child in the show. He was probably like ever twenty or eighteen or something. No, no, no. He was a kid. He was a kid when that show started. They were all very young. And then he asked her on a date, and you're saying if, she honored it. The show ran for so long that he probably aged into his twenties. I don't know about this. Okay. <laughs> Is she the first me? She was the first me too. No. <laughs> I remember I, a long time ago. I remember Lawrence hearing Henderson this story. Had an inappropriate relationship. <laughs> he like asked her out on a date, and she went out with him, and it was like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're skeptical. I swear to God, I thought they made out. That's from your slash fic. No, I don't want it to be true. Don't you? No. Even a little bit. No. <laughs> No. I think, wasn't it like Greg and Marsha had a thing? Or, or the, the actors had a thing on set? Uh, you're asking the wrong person because I really honestly thought it was Florence Henderson. <laughs> All right, we will look it and up. And then the dad was gay. Yeah, Robert Reed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pride Month. Happy Pride, everyone. Robert Reed was gay. <laughs> Happy Pride. Robert Reed was gay. <laughs> Say it loud. Robert Reed was gay. <laughs> That show, if it were pitched today, mm-hmm. would not be a thing. You don't think so? The Brady Bunch? Because they've done... They're like, she has... They have a maid and nothing's... There's no friction. Yeah. They the just ma- get in little squibbles and squabbles about like itching powder and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be like, they would be like, I'm sorry, what else you got? I feel like it would be the exact same thing today, but with phones. <laughs> Like, oh my God, Greg filmed me naked and put it on Instagram. Greg, your mother just texted me that you didn't go to school today. <laughs> it would, they would be doing TikTok dances. You should not dances. put your naked stepsister on TikTok. There would be. No, honey. That's what it would have to be. No. Why would it have to be that? You didn't see Euphoria? So you're saying if the, <laughs> the pretty much today, it would be pretty much like Euphoria. <laughs> it would have to be. Because it wouldn't be like reflective. But they're still making shows for kids. Oh, Brady Bench was for kids? Yes, honey. Are you sure? Yes. Think back to any episode of the Brady Bunch and think if you would enjoy watching it as an adult. All I know is that it really messed me up because like blended families are not like that. Like my blended family... Was not like that, and I have to deal with it in therapy. So yes, thanks, Brady Bunch. I think in the in the very early episodes of the show, they may have paid a little lip service to that idea of the families being blended, but I think they then just settled into it like they're, they're brothers and sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just like you fuck know, you. It's not about like fuck you, Brady. Their Bunch. parents' tragic death <laughs> because that's not how it goes. Honey, you're you're telling me you're. Reading Brady Bunch, the Riot Act, fifty I'm years saying, after the fact. You know how they like to do remakes in today's times, mm-hmm. like one day at a time and stuff. They like to do a remake, a reboot. And I'm going to do Brady Bunch, and I'm going to like tell the truth. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't rebooted the Brady Bunch. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they reboot shit all the time. Like, why wouldn't they do that? That's like a proven Did successful you see the Brady thing. Bunch was, the Brady Bunch house was like for sale like a year ago or something. I know. I bought it. Surprise. <laughs> <You did>? Yep. <laughs> but the interior is nothing like the set. Yes. The I had ex- to buy that too. I had to buy the set as well. <laughs> so the exterior was what they shot for the credits yeah. or whatever. And then they had like a studio that was totally different. Yes, exactly. And remember the dad was like an architect. Yes. And it was a groovy house. Like they had the open staircase. I like that house a lot. Yeah. And they had was sunken it like living a sunken room. I think it was a sunken room? living room. Yeah. And then they had the island in the kitchen mm-hmm. with the and there were orange. That kitchen was pretty counters. small for that for that house. Well, uh, the only the maid needed to be in there. 
You got me. But do you remember there was a room off to the side of the kitchen? That was his 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 uh, office. No, the office was off the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. So at the bottom of the open staircase, his office was off of that, and then there was a sunken living room, and then you went into the open kitchen, and then there was a room off to the side of the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen. Yes, 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 yes. That like was like the TV here. room where they would yeah. watch TV, and then you would just hear the sound of cowboys and Indians. <laughs> Wait, there that was, was all they ever watched. It was a TV room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And I remember they, they and then of course they saw that there was going to be a pie eating contest on some show. <laughs> and Peter entered the pie eating contest? Bobby did? I don't remember. Bobby sucked. Or it was an ice cream eating contest. Bobby was the worst. Bobby did kind of suck. He fucking sucked. He, he didn't dr- bring a lot to the table. He drug everybody down. He did. He really did. He did. Cindy was very cute. She had a little lisp. Yeah, Cindy had the pigtails and the mm-hmm. ringlets. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby sucked. He was the weak link. He really was. Yeah. Even Alice brought more. Alice was full of personality. She was a dynamite lady. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break, and we'll be right back after these ads. Hey, it's me, Paul. You know how I like to talk about when I was growing up? This is more of that. Growing up. Cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that I really shouldn't eat. I used to love it so much, though. Oh, my God. Eating that cereal, the sugary cereal that I begged and begged to have watching cartoons. This was the stuff of life. But I've been trying to cut down on carb, sugar, and an unhealthy food because now I'm a man and I put away childish things. And I realized I basically can't eat anything anymore, which is sad. But then I found out about something called Magic Spoon. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, and... I get to build my own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Mix them all together. It's against God's plan, but we are earthly beings. (laughs) So do what you like to do. Magic Spoon, I love you. Here's my call to action. Go to magicspoon.com slash homekins to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code homekins at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. This is bordering on hubris. It is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like their cereal for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. You sit there in your own worminess. Remember... Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash homekins and use the code homekins to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Public goods. Public goods. This episode is brought to you by Public Goods. The one stop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Now, look, Public Goods sent us some stuff. We loved it. We got some dishwashing liquid. We got some soap. We got some chocolate almonds. We got, like, a variety of different things. We loved all of them. They're all terrific, and the packaging is great. Why do they do it? How do they do it? Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful, streamlined aesthetic. Public Good searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. I was going to do that. Now I don't have to. They ethically source and obsessively develop, I'm worried about them, each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is important. Small changes in the way we shop can make a big impact on personal health and the world at large. Public Goods uses a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers, potentially you. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. They plant one tree for every order placed and incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. Join hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new 
everything store. I am calling you to action right now because I personally, me, Paul F. Tompkins, have worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners, my personal listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. (laughs) Just go to publicgoods.com slash homekins or use code homekins at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash homekins to receive $15 off your first order. Public goods. I just did the ad. Thank you for this beautiful ad. Hey man, I love it. I like it. that you said something was eco friendly. I say eco friendly. Why e- did I say eco friendly? Eco friendly to me sounds like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you, um, you, be friends you. with me, me, me. Fifteen, fifteen, fifteen dollars, dollars, dollars. Fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. Off, off, off. Like that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Have you ever heard an echo? I mean, like in a canyon where something is fully echoed back to you, like, like. No, I don't think I've had that. I mean, like I've been in a tunnel, but I don't think I've ever had that situation of a a, a big vast canyon. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Where you like can talk into it and you hear the whole sentence back. Yes. Is that a real thing? Probably. Or is that like a movies thing? I don't know. A whole. Se- I guess it depends on how long the sentence is. <laughs> when in the cars of you, what happens? <laughs> When I was a child, I gave her. <laughs> I thought as a child, I was a child. <laughs> oh, scripture. <laughs> so when we get back home, what are we going to do? What do you what mean? Do you, do you have plans? Do you have things you're going to dive into? What are you going to do? You mean on Monday? Yeah, man, Monday. Or Tuesday or Wednesday? We get, well, how long do you stay? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I I might go somewhere else. Oh my God, honey. You have the wanderlust. <laughs> Well, on Monday, so this is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I scheduled a termite inspector. That's right. That's right. <laughs> because we thought we saw a termite in the window. Yes. It could be an earwig. Because there's types of termites that look like earwigs. Well, guess what I learned? What? This is something called... Swarm season. Speaking oh, of a yeah. Very insect heavy episode, by the way. It really is. And apologies to people who don't like insects, and you're welcome to people who love them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that might happen. And I don't know. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a bunch of things that I got to do, just like. What about all the know. fun we had on this trip? We played a game last night. Yes, we did. We played Exploding Kittens ah! last night. This is at the recommendation of Scott and Kulop because when we, we suffered a power failure last summer and Janie and I very quickly realized as we were sitting there in candlelight, we don't know any card games. Also, we so we were like, okay, we're sitting here in candlelight. We don't have any electricity. So we looked in our games and we ended up playing like, you know, this vintage, <laughs> this vintage version of like... Trivial Pursuit, which, by the way, Paul wins Trivial Pursuit, like, every fucking time. And I just have a better memory for trivia than you do, that's all. Yeah, that's what it is, I'm sure. Yeah, that is what it is. <laughs> that's all it is. And so, and then we heard, we were telling our friends, and then Scott and Colop were like, we have this great game, and you, two people can play it in addition to a group of people. Mm-hmm. It's called Exploding Kittens. And then- Kittens? <laughs> It's, this is important. We played Exploding Kittens. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was talking, so that made me think of the. That made me think of something else. The straight Satan. Hey, whatever. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's a whole other. Story. That's a whole other. Thing. Okay, so wait. We played Exploding Kittens. I mean, we didn't. We bought Exploding Kittens, mm. and it was wrapped in shrink wrap for six months. And we're like, we'll bring it because we were going to do games. And then they taught us how to play last night, and it was so fun. It was a ball. It's so good. And then Paul won, and then Coolop won. I won and immediately left. Yeah, which is... <laughs> we played one game. I said, well, I'm going to bed. Kind of 
not cool. Whatever. It's not cool, man. But I'm a cool guy for doing a not cool thing, don't you think? Also, like, it's not cool, but it's fine if you go to bed. Now it's kind of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to play another hand? Like we were play in a another ca- hand. It was like we were in ca- like a Vegas casino. Yeah. That's how I felt. I mean, there was no like, money. Like you were cashing out. <laughs> yeah. Like we were like exactly. Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> like you were like, wait, <laughs> you know, before like our saving, I don't know. Like Now, were you all three... Together, Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson, or was was one of you Woody Harrelson and two of you were Demi Moore, or the other configuration? Somebody was Robert Redford. Me. <laughs> you're, Robert, <laughs> you're Robert Redford, and the three of us are Demi Moore and Woody That's Harrelson. Right. And, and then you're like, I have to retire to my yacht. Yes, it's indecent of me, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> Remember the movie though, like in Indecent Proposal, like her dress and stuff. And, like, we were just cool with that. We her were, dress? What? We were just, like, cool with her, like, being dressed up like a doll by Robert Redford mm-hmm. for, you know, this sort of transactional sex. Mm-hmm. Pretty woman much? That was different. She wasn't married. And they <laughs> fell in love. They and fell, they did fall in love. That's a different... That's different. Okay, but it's still somebody dressing someone up as a doll who's loving it, by the way. And that's what I'm saying. That's different. But she loved it. Demi Moore loved it, didn't she? She did not love it. She didn't like being dressed up like a doll. (laughs) She loved Robert Redford's sex appeal in spite of herself. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she was stuck with dumbass Woody Harrelson. Who has the worst plans for every problem that they have. (laughs) And here comes fucking Robert Redford. And he's looking at her like A golden fox. Yeah, he was a golden fox at the time. Mm -hmm. He's looking at her like the goddamn queen she is. Yeah. Putting her in the dress. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but I made a vow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Did they have sex? They did, right? Yeah. It ruined everything. I don't remember how it ended. In my recollection, it saved their financial worries but ruined their marriage. Yeah. Isn't that always the way? I mean, I don't remember totally. That's why this has become such an unpopular plan. <laughs> A financial plan for because couples. Because it comes up so frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, eh, maybe we shouldn't do this. Pretty woman different. Because she was like fun. <laughs> you know? She was more like, fun. Like it was fun. Yeah. And like their whole thing was like it was a crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a crime though. It wasn't because it was consensual, but it felt non-consensual. I mean, it was essentially prostitution, right? Although she's not, she's not paying, he's not paying her. He's paying them. So then it's sex trafficking. Ooh, sex trafficking. Should have been the title. (laughs) It was an indecent proposal. It was disgusting. It was a disgusting proposal. (laughs) What did the movie even called disgusting proposal? Now I haven't seen the movie. Maybe this is a watch along to be honest. You've never, what are you talking about? You've seen that movie. You're right. I didn't finish my sentence. <laughs> and I thought I did. I haven't seen it since the theater. There we go. Okay. So now I'm like, should it be a watch along? Did we not watch it when we did the big ones? No. We didn't, did we? No. It Maybe. wasn't required of us. It's true. It's true. We just dealt with the, the proposal it. itself. I haven't seen it, but like, was Robert Redford's deal that he was just sort of like, this bored gazillionaire who needed to see like if he could get people to do these things or did he really desire Demi Moore's sort of vibe? Cause she's so sexy. I think it was a little of both. And I think what it boils down to is weird flex, but okay. <laughs> That's the log line for, <laughs> by the way, I recall also no, remembering there was like a henchman mm. who kind of did all the, the er- like negotiating and arranging. Right, right, right. Because Robert Redford was too fancy to get his, his hands dirty with that sort of thing. Yes. He just wanted to have her show up, put a dress on her, 
Put a dress on And her. then they're going to bang, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he would sail away in his yacht with the knowledge that he ruined a, yeah. a tight marriage. Yeah, yeah. A tight, super tight marriage. <laughs> Was it, though? I don't remember. I mean, also, like, I'm sorry, Woody Harrelson, he's a good actor. I get it. But he comes out looking like a total dweeb. He's an this, idiot. That character is an movie. idiot. He's like, oh my God, he's we're like in financial trouble. Let's go to play, Vegas and gamble everything we have. He's basically <laughs> playing his Cheers character in that movie. So, like a, Without like, the charm. Agreed. Cheers character without the charm. Woody, famous, famous character Woody. And she's literally like, I married down. I get it. But like, I promised. I mm-hmm. promised. And he's like, but you're just like smoking, baby. And he's... <sighs> <laughs> and she's like, I. It was like a sliding doors. There was a sliding doors moment. Right. For her. She's like, what if I showed up here alone? But then, if she had, would Robert Redford have wanted to pay a million dollars to bone her? It's Demi Moore. True, but in the movie, she's not Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's Jill kind or whoever. Of. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like Woody Harrelson. Mrs. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know for sure. I I mean, I kind of feel like I was, I don't remember because it's been so long since I've seen it, but mm-hmm. in my memory, I feel like I was rooting for Robert. Sure. Even though he's well, look, gross. In, in any movie where there's Robert How Redford, you root, you're going to root for him. Robert. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's right? a golden fox. I mean, what did you? I mean, am I wrong? You're not. I'm clearly agreeing with you. You would root. You rooted for Robert. Yeah, of course, of course. Especially because those two people were so stupid. You mean Demi and Woody? Yeah, I'm like this guy's got it all figured out. He should get whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> These morons. Big plan. <laughs> Who played the henchman? He's so forgettable, but yet remember, like I remember him being there. Ian McKellen? Come on. <laughs> also, they couldn't have had another female character like Bechdel test. <laughs> this is before that test was invented, I think. I just can't even Before remember. all of Hollywood responded and said, <laughs> yes, we're going to make better roles for women. I don't know. But the dress, remember the dress was like mage. I honestly don't remember the dress. What it did was it look black like? and it had like an X on the mm. on the uh, clavicle, like it had like a clavicle X, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was like a bodycon black. Right, right, right. I mean, guys, I read Demi Moore's memoir. It was pretty fucking fucked up. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> Her mom pimp, like pimped her out Ew. when she was fifteen. Jesus Christ! So, like, I guess this. Remember that that restaurant? Like, I want to say it was called like the Tangerine or something on Sunset Boulevard. Like that orange, you know, the orange semicircle on the Sunset Strip. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. The guy who owned that, she like pimped her out to him. Then he raped her, and then. <laughs> Then she had some addiction stuff, but, you know, but she's okay now. Like the memoir, like kind of like, you know, but it is an interesting, it's an interesting look into Hollywood at that time. Mm -hmm. Because she was never became like a, she was so popular and so good, but she never became like. On top of Hollywood, she you know never like saying? hit like Julia Roberts heights That's where it was I'm like saying. twenty million dollars a movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and like can get anything she wants produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me. And people were constantly like lowballing her and yeah. fucking around with her and stuff, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, but indecent proposal. Who 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 directed it? That wasn't the Adrian Line thing. Uh, Frank Oz. And he wrote it, too? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know who directed it. Oh. Barbette Schroeder? I have no idea. 
I would like to see it made today about a man. Hmm. That would you be a good, a good switcheroo. Like a man who gets pimped out. To Jason Momoa. I want to see Jason Momoa. Uh-huh. They're in dire straits. Right. His wife says we should go to Vegas and gamble all our money. Yeah, his wife says that. Mm-hmm. And then I might cast Lisa Benet even hmm. as Robert Redford. I think that would be a little weird. Because they're married. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, yeah. Who also, would- I wouldn't put Lisa Benet in the legendary Robert Redford category. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking because they're a couple and it's sexy. Yeah. You know? But then it lowers the stakes, I think, if you know that they're married in real life. Okay. So who would you who would you put in the... Okay. It could be interesting as an older woman. Mm-hmm. What do you if, think? I mean, if you're doing a one-to-one, you know, kind of Gene reimagining Smart. of Gene it. Smart. <laughs> Gene Smart. Gene no. Smart. Jason Momoa. And who's the dumbass spouse? <laughs> That could be Elisa Bonet. No, I don't want her in that part. I don't know. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is the... No, so seriously, who is the, who is the Robert Redford? Faye Dunaway. <laughs> uh, is she, she's still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Uh, maybe... Um, what's her name? Uh, Groundhog Day. Um, Gina Davis. No, she was but <laughs> Georgina Davis. Um, Elizabeth Perkins. I have to. This is a good time to but say. You have I to never think of somebody. Oh, Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. Somebody who was like as sexy. as as, but not just sexy, but also as as legendary as Robert Redford. So, like, who were the actresses that that would be that now? Andy McDowell would be interesting. But would she present that moral? It's not the same. It's not the same status. You know what I mean? You need like a le- old Hollywood. Like who is that today? Who is an actress that would be the equivalent of of Robert Redford's stature? Holly Hunter. Honestly, you know who it would be? It would uh. be Julie Roberts. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Cool up. Just wait in. Meryl Streep is going to hire Jason Momoa. Cool up. Hey. But who's... Hey. (laughs) Who's the dumb spouse that lost the money? Melissa McCarthy. (laughs) Wait. Melissa McCarthy is the dumb spouse and she's married to Jason McCarthy. You know what? It actually actually tracks because Because. Melissa McCarthy starts out in comedy, like Woody Harrelson starts out in comedy, then goes into more dramatic roles, right? Uh, uh, Can you ever forgive me? Um, Yes. So now she's ready to play this character. And then she's like, honey, (laughs) we're going to lose the farm Mm -hmm. unless you fuck Meryl Streep. Yeah. For... And for accounting for inflation. <laughs> so back then it was, it was $1 million? Is that, is that what it was? Back then it was $1 million and now it's set in modern day. I would say 10. I don't know the inflation rate, but I would, I'm just going to say 10 million. I feel like. She's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say f- like she's like a Jeff Bezos. I feel like dramatically make it $50 million. Good Lord. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. And Jason well, maybe, Momoa- no, maybe that's not the way to do it because $1 million, even back then, it was like, okay, that's enough money that we have to actually seriously think about this, which a $1 million would still be the same today. Like if somebody offered if you a $1 million, trouble. you'd be like, nah. Yeah, if you're in trouble. If you're in financial trouble. Let's say $5 million. Wait, so Jason Momoa... <laughs> So, so Melissa McCarthy would be jealous of a beautiful Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Mm-hmm. But would Jason Momoa feel objectified by the outfit that Meryl Streep offered him? What is she about? <laughs> <laughs> Did she buy him, like, you know, 
like a tight leather tuxedo or something. (laughs) Tight leather tuxedo. (laughs) Like what is going to make him feel cheap? What makes Jason Momoa feel cheap? Like a a full Chippendales outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Like black satin pants and the collar and the cuffs. Um, Like a little Speedo. (laughs) I don't know. This is so good, though. (laughs) It's good. I think this has legs. Now, here's the thing, though. Would Would it be a drama still or would it be a comedy? I can't. I mean, a comedy makes it so easy. Yeah, and you also don't really care. I feel like the drama makes it... I feel like he had a lot of pain in his past. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of trauma in his past. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like... He feels safe with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> sure. And he trusts her. And for her to push him into pimping out to Meryl Streep is a big deal. Yeah. Because... Because he worked so hard to overcome his trauma. Yes. Was that part of the original? No, this is how we're making this work right, in right, modern right. times. This is how we're making it so a man is not like, yeah, I'll fuck her for a Yeah, Meryl Streep, are you kidding? <laughs> like, oh, what about Helen Mirren? Oh, Helen Mirren. I think Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren would fucking kill. I think she would bring that same sort of vibe to it. That Robert Redford did. The cold, kind of detached. Mm-hmm. But irresistible. You can't stop looking into those in eyes. In this one, I think Momoa and <laughs> Melissa have kids. Sure. And there's a special needs child. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because they they need help paying. Mm-hmm. Because of the healthcare system. How about also Melissa McCarthy has a rare blood disease? (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I could see that. I could see that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And their love, their love affair is legendary amongst their friends. Like they're like the model. Everyone thinks they're the real deal. They're Absolutely. They're on yes. Instagram. Relationship goals. Like hashtag relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then fucking Helen Mirren comes in mm-hmm. in her yacht. Mm-hmm. And she wants to toy around. Yeah. Just because she, she can. She sees Jason Momoa across the casino. Because he's uh, two heads taller than everyone else. <laughs> tall he's really tall (laughs) i do want to see them she's like who is that hot monster (laughs) i want to see them in these these scenes i do too i do too and i want to see melissa mccarthy disintegrate (laughs) over the (laughs) the aftermath (laughs) the aftermath of this you know i think this really has got All right, we should wrap it up. Do you have any recommendations? I recommended hacks already. I'm obsessed with hacks. <laughs> re-recommend it. We can re-recommend if we want. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to be on an upcoming episode of Add to Cart. That's right. Recorded right here in Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> uh, Add to Cart, hosted by Kulavi Lysak and Suchin Pak. And we had a great time oh, chatting so with them. Fun. Yeah, it was really fun. So, uh, so not <clears throat> don't only don't just listen to it, subscribe and add five stars. There you go. It's like an Uber. Five stars only. Five stars only, <laughs> bitches. Um, I want to. I don't know if I did this already, but I want to re-recommend uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones, which has started back up again. Yes. Very excited about that. Um, I'm a Patreon subscriber. Yes, you are. That's right. Let me see if there's anything else that I... Also, you have the new. Neighborhood Listen. Com- the Neighborhood Listen. Yes, which I told people last week, but we are pa- recording now. co with Nicole So Parker. much fun. We, we, have, we have a lot of great guests this season, as we, as we always do, but it's, it's, uh, I'm so glad that we're coming back. It's really an enjoyable show. Um, and <laughs> is that a great sell? <laughs> sales pitch it's really an enjoyable show and i'm one of the hosts 
<laughs> but listen, I also want to tell people that I, I am planning on some live shows in Los Angeles and elsewhere. And I'm looking very much looking forward to that and figuring it all out now. Um, so I will, I will keep you all posted about that stuff. We're on Twitter at, at stay of Homekins. We're on Instagram at stay of Homekins. You can email us stay of Homekins at gmail.com and you can order official merch at kinship goods. That's right. Their store is back open um, in person, and uh, I'm very happy for them. Yeah, we're going to have to visit it because we're going to West Virginia. We absolutely have to, yes. And we'll take some pictures while we're there. So until then, stay stay safe, safe, stay stay sane, sane, and and stay stay strong. strong.